0: Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, the illuminating, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida, of Professional Anarchist, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How
1: are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, but uh, you smell smoke? Mm. Or am I having a stroke? Maybe you're having a stroke. Mm. Yeah good <laughs> about damn time
0: about time huh you can't do enough can no, you? i thought
1: I, I thought i smelled some uh, like electrical burning there oh gosh yeah so that's that's not good at all well uh, if the uh, studio erupts into flames at any point uh we will uh, continue to be broadcast professionals and bring you uh play by going yeah the play-by-play we'll do the. I, I'll, I'll you do the play-by-play i'll do the color commentary
0: oh there you go yeah that's a good idea i think you're doing a great job buddy. well
1: thank you thank you very much so i'm like tony romo over here Who's Tony Romo?
0: Oh, oh you, you got it for like
1: the Cowboys or something. Wow, really? You are so you know. Hold on, is that
0: guy? Is that guy? Your man the... card
1: is hereby revoked. Why? Uh, because you? Because I don't know the football guy's name. <laughs> no, because the fact you just said the football guy, <laughs> that is just so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> cool. No, uh, Tony Romo X. Uh, 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 Dallas Cowboys quarterback.
0: Well, so I said I got it right. He was a quarter, Cowboys quarterback.
1: Yeah, he was a football guy, right? Yeah, yeah, you're you're fine, sweetie. Just uh, listen to the man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me mansplain this to you. Um, he is now uh, a color commentator. Uh, he does a lot of Monday Night Footballs and, and nationally televised games, and he's phenomenal. Just, just very good. So, anyway, that's that was the reference I was making, and it saddens me. It hurts my heart that I had to explain that to you. Oh. No, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, he does Monday Night Football now.
1: Uh, I'm not sure if he's doing Monday Night, uh, but uh, yeah, he I, he. I think so. I think so. Maybe he does the Sunday Night games or something. But he does a, like a lot of the nationally televised games. Yeah, fuck that yeah. guy. Now nah, he's good. He's funny. But he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I uh,
0: automatically hate Tony Romo now, so let's just go there. Well, Well, anybody
1: that played for the Cowboys. Yeah, no shit. I hate the Cowboys. Yeah, fuck the Yeah, just fuck the Cowboys. You know, America's team, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. What gives you the right? You're in Mexico anyway. (laughs) (laughs) North Mexico. (laughs) So uh, uh, do we we call you uh, the godfather now?
0: Uh, You can. It is a term that has some appropriateness to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I I come to you on the day of your uh, daughter's wedding to ask uh, a a favor. Yeah. Oh, nice. If you want to. Yeah.
0: So, but uh, so what happened was is that I was asked this week to be the godfather of a little girl named Riley, and so I have accepted. And uh, it's it's actually funny. She's a cute kid. She's she's just adorable. Like, she's only, like, you know, five, six years old, man. She's not even, you know, she's she's just little. But she's like, Alex, are you my daddy now?
1: <laughs> like, <I'm> the godfather. <laughs> we're waiting like, for the test results I was like, to come I'm back. the godfather. <laughs>
0: she's like, okay. How are you doing?
1: Oh, so. that's sweet. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of funny,
0: actually. I liked it.
1: Yeah. Now, hold on. We were supposed to get to this last week. Well, I, I just, I have to say this. Um, you know, I will pray every night for her uh, actual parents' continued health because, God help that child. If you have to raise her, <laughs> 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 yeah. But Danielle, be, Danielle loves the little kid too. So okay, well good. that's good. Yeah, we're you good. get you at least got back. Out I there. won't be by myself. Oh, okay, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably a better idea that way.
0: So, but we wanted to get to this one from last week, and I didn't know what it meant at the time. I know now, but I want to ask, like I don't know, why did you write human milk on the show notes?
1: Oh, it was a uh, idea that I had uh, uh, went high last week. <laughs> and uh, As most great ideas Well, are. I, you know, I was just wondering. You know, there, there's so many weird stigmas in the world. And, you know, we currently have no problem drinking the milk of a completely different species, you know, or several different species. But there's some type of weird taboo with human milk. And I was thinking... You know, why don't we have you know human milk in the store? Human milk, uh, you know, cheese, uh, butter, you know, things like that. It just it makes no sense to me why there's a taboo around that. And there's not. I mean, you know, people are lactose intolerant and have all types of problems with uh, milk from other animals. But if it's human milk, I mean, I I don't think I've ever heard of a a story of a a infant, uh, you know, having an adverse reaction to human milk. I'm sure it's happened in very rare cases, but you know, so I was just trying to. I was just struggling with the idea of why that is a taboo. You know, like like for example, when my wife was was breastfeeding, I tried to get in there every chance I could. That that shit tastes great, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> she didn't offer it up very often. You know, it's like, honey, I I need some creamer for my coffee here. Can you help me out? Get the fuck out of here. You know, so that didn't work out too well. But you know, my point is, is why the taboo? I just I I don't I honestly don't understand the taboo in that. Okay. I think that the taboo comes into play,
0: and again, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to just gauge a guess as the taboo, is that if you know how we get the milk from cows, right? I think there's probably something that is, and again, maybe wrong, but is dehumanizing to stick a woman on a... Machine that would suck the <laughs> that would suck the uh, that would suck the milk out. No, of her. no,
1: no, no, no. I'm not talking about uh, <laughs> putting women in pens and hooking them up to milking machines. Well, no, no. Even know, if you but while they're the, gnawing on some hay. <laughs> yeah, but they just don't get that much though. Like, okay, a
0: woman. Ha- if I'm not mistaken here, scientifically, a woman can't just give milk whenever.
1: No. There has to be something going on in her body. Well, she has to have been pregnant. And also continue nursing. Yeah. So uh, essentially what happens is the milk keeps coming then
0: at that point, as long as as as
1: long as you keep, yeah, uh, you know, uh, doing it, um, you know, keep milking. uh, Eventually it'll dry up if you stop. You know, that's just the natural progression of things because you don't need it anymore apparently. Um, But no, I'm I'm not thinking like that. I mean, we have, you know, blood donations. We have plasma donations. We have sperm donations. We have all kinds of other bodily fluids that we, we donate and end up in other people's bodies. What is the stigma around breast milk?
0: I don't know for sure. Like I said, I'm just
1: gauging against. Because I would one. totally buy some some now, breast milk now, and cheese. And well, let me butter ask you a question though. Like that.
0: What is your What is your purchasing? Look, are you going for the good taste or are you looking for the hot woman? As which one you're going to? No, like this no. This puts a mixture. This puts the picture of the milk crate. In a whole different direction.
1: <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. Do you put like a sexy chick on the milk crate? No. I, it, from my perspective, there's nothing. Se- well, I guess there could be something sexual about it. But if I'm going to buy some butter in a grocery store, there's no sexualization of the butter. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just no. Um, but yeah, I would think that. You know, I can't believe we're having this conversation. I, I know way. it's it's a strange conversation, but you know, it, it would you would think it would be far healthier. Because it's literally designed for humans. Well, that's true. You know,
0: that's a, and that's a good point, by right. the way. Like when you said it to me last week after the show and you made that point of like, I'm like, you know what, man, that's not a bad point. Right. There's just something that's it's, instinctually
1: taboo about it. Though. I, and I don't understand why. And either do I. But you yeah. do understand that there is something I, I do. I get the taboo. I just uh, there's no logic. And personally, I don't have the taboo because I'd be totally fine with it. Um, but I, I understand that it is there, um, but I, it doesn't make any sense as to why. There's no rational reason why that would be taboo. Okay, All right. fair it, enough. It, it, unless it's just save it for the kids, <laughs> you know. Maybe that's it. It's you like know? it's like tricks. Like tricks are for kids. Exactly. Yeah. Breast milk. Breast milk yeah. just for kids. for kids. Tits are for
0: kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tits are not just for kids. By the way, never, <laughs> never
1: say that on air here again. That is not. That is
0: that is forbidden. That is forbidden.
1: That is okay. definitely forbidden. All right. So, uh, um, speaking of tits, um, I saw a, a protest on the way in, uh, U.S. 19, and it was a bunch of, uh, a lot of them, probably over 100 people out there in front of the uh, St. Pete uh, College Tampa campus on 19, um, and uh, they oh, were- wh- where's that at? Uh, that is like uh, Klosterman. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So.
0: A place where they've had them, there's a Walgreens there?
1: Uh, yeah, I think there's a Walgreens on the it's other It's right corner. by your house. It's it's not too far. It's a few miles down the road. Yeah. Oh, it is a couple miles down the road. Yeah. yeah. Hold
0: on. There's. Oh, I know. I think I know. Yeah. The college there's a college campus there.
1: I think it's across the street from Stick's Billiards. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes so. Okay. Um, anyway, so th- they're having a big uh, pro-choice um, uh, rally out there because I, you know, it's a, the, the basically the the Texas law is being challenged in the U.S. Supreme Court, and there's, you know, there's fear that uh, Roe v. Wade could get overturned. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, you know, there's there's that concern out there. Uh, so there were uh, a bunch of uh, mostly young, very attractive uh, uh, women outside uh, protesting uh, school. I assume they're they're mostly uh, college age girls. And uh, so, uh, any promiscuous. You, college yeah, that's girls. what I say. Any of you guys out there uh, looking for loose women? Uh, that's where they're at. so go make you up a side and blend in and i guarantee you come away with at least a couple you're you're gonna get some numbers you're coming away with a netflix and chill i'm pretty sure at least one yeah at least one
0: yeah okay so funny enough that you mentioned that protest is that on friday there were multiple protests and again on 19 because it just seems like i guess that's the only road you're
1: going to protest on yeah at least in penelas and pasco and hernando and hernando
0: is that I saw two different protests going on on 19. One is the normal one that I see on in 19, because there's always one, and it used to be just this one guy, but now this one guy has totally been taken over. Like, I almost feel bad for the guy. Is that the anti-war guy? That was the anti-war guy, yeah. Yeah. But now it's a bunch of the the, the Trump people and stuff like that that are there, or anti-vax or anti-jab or whatever. Right, And then the... the, um, up in Spring Hill, right in front of the, the the Spring Hill development where the sign is, there was another protest near the end of the day there. And these are like normal protest areas now, I guess. And so, and I don't know what exactly what, I think they were doing anti-mandatory, anti, anti mandatory, which I agree right. with them. I mean, I totally Man. agree with them. Um, so I imagine most of those people were vaccinated anyway. But um, it was nice to see, a bunch of these protests, even though for the most part, like, you know, I, I you know, whatever, you know, right. Well, what's funny is right near countryside, there is a abortion clinic that's there,
1: <laughs> right?
0: you know what i'm talking about you know where that abortion clinic is
1: not particularly
0: but i see it all the time whenever i drive down there oh yeah 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 i, I now i do know what you're talking about and there's, there's a,
1: always a, a bunch of pro-choice people out there no 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 there's a bunch of pro or uh, anti-abortion uh, right people. yeah yeah pro-life people um and uh, it's a lot of times they're holding signs it's with big pictures of aborted babies too some of them yeah they, they don't do as much i don't i don't think, I think they, they do they as much of that, that anymore yeah. just
0: because i think the graphic nature of it yeah so they just you know pray to end abortion things like that. Right. Now they're always there. There's not many people there, but on Friday there were more people there than I normally seen. So it seems like because of the the Supreme Court case that we're gonna and they're not right. gonna overturn Roe v.ersus Wade.
1: They're just not gonna. Yeah, it. I hope not because all that's gonna do is is create a uh, you know underground that's gonna be uh, dangerous for women. It's gonna be dangerous for. You know everybody uh you know you when you anytime you criminalize something and you drive it into a black market underground you just make it worse yeah you know you're never making anything better by um outlawing something that people are going to do anyway yeah you know and, and you know i get it but i, I think the it, it's it's always a tough thing but i i think that the the, the rules that we have now are probably the right rules and that is a woman can terminate a pregnancy before viability yeah, you know, that really it's it's the only thing that makes any sense because i i this is one of those issues where i honestly get both sides of the argument yeah a, and both sides have a very legit argument so you, you got to make some kind of compromise and I, I think pretty much in this day and age everyone understands that and i think that even the conservatives on the supreme court probably do as well mm, yeah you know i mean don't get me wrong look look
0: this is one of those issues If there's ever a almost like a dividing line on both sides with with an issue, this is the issue. Right. Because this is one of those ones where, I mean, when you talk to Republicans, the vast majority of them, at least the active ones, maybe not the vast majority of the people, but the vast majority of the active Republicans that you talk to. Right. They are so pro-life that they don't like you can't even there's no argument to be made like, even if you do, like, health of the mother, they don't fucking care. Right. Like, it is just get rid of this. This is murder and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then if you go to the pro-choice people, it seems like unless you can, unless you can terminate that kid, like, a day before you're actually going to have the kid, they're not going to be happy either. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's like s- there's so much extremes with a lack of any understanding of the other side. Right. Right. Which I always find it I always find it very interesting for you because personally, you don't like abortion. Uh, like you would consider yourself to be a pro life person, right? Yeah,
1: in in theoretically, yes. If, if if I were to, well, I I don't get to make that choice. Uh, but if I was ever with a woman that got pregnant, I would highly encourage her, you know, to have a child. I, I would hate the idea of of you know. Uh, that child being aborted so yes but i would never ever ask uh you know government to tell people what they can or can't do well yeah because your principle above that one is no coercion exactly yeah so but again it's it's that it's it's the hardest subject in the world because it's the only time when the individual rights of two individuals cannot be separated Yeah. You know, you cannot separate those two individuals rights and, you know, which right supersedes. I don't think you can say the only thing you can do is say up to this point, this person's right supersedes beyond this point. This person's right supersedes. And that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. You know, and it's the only thing that makes sense.
0: And and let me let me ask you this question. You do make a difference between the term that you use which is viability right and what they're look and what the 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 pro-life people are looking at which is like the fetal heartbeat bill is that fetal heartbeat does not equate viability
1: yeah i i, I think it's the point that the um the child can survive outside the womb you know once a child and i think that's uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, like 22 weeks or something like that at this point mm-hmm. so i i think that needs to be the cutoff but like in texas they set it to six weeks well, that's, yeah, ridiculous. that's fetal heartbeat a, a, a lot of women will barely know they 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 might even not know they're pregnant at, at six weeks yeah you know so um yeah that that's just ridiculous but you know I, I keep hoping that technology eventually solves this problem that there's some way soon in the near future where you can uh take an embryo of, of virtually any um you know uh, gestation and remove it from the woman's womb uh safely and then incubate it to full term you know and uh, Go for adoption. Go for adoption day. at that point. Yeah, exactly. So I think if we could, uh, you know, make that happen, uh, that would solve the problem completely. Because, But there are some that actually uh, have a position on the, the quote-unquote pro-choice side uh, that, no, it is the woman's right to kill the child. I believe it's the woman's right to not carry the child. But I don't think that, you know, if, if we had the capability to not kill the child, it wouldn't be the woman's right to make the decision to kill the child. You know what I'm saying? Well,
0: no, and that's where the difference comes into play. And that's where I think that the the difference between being somebody that's pro-choice and being a sadistic person right. comes into play.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. I think that if your whole goal is, well, we, we'll be able to kill that child. And if you said it that way, and some people would agree that way. They would even right. say, you're right. I have the right to do that.
1: Well, there's some actually radical, extremely radical uh, you know, pro-choice people. Uh, that have said you should have that right up until the child is two years old. <laughs> I mean, it's like no, that that's murder in any They're definition. They're eugenicists. Of the yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, that's all you can rack that up to. I mean, that's just.
0: I mean, it's just it's insanity what that is. Like no. I don't. Like the, here's the thing: if it's not your responsibility anymore, then what do you give a fuck for? Right. Like yeah. if they can take it out, it doesn't really hurt you at all, and you can. It, it, here's the thing: they need to put the profit motive back into this. How so? Okay, you should be able to sell it to the parents for the for the adoptions. Like if you're if you're that point, then you know you should be able to sell it. Um, like sell your child. Well, I'm saying it's like isn't that called slavery? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Like if somebody parent, if you have a mother and a father, definition of human trafficking. No, no, no. If you if you have people that are looking to adopt. Then there should be some kind of financial compensation that the woman well, gets for. Oh, there, there
1: currently is. Yeah. Okay, well then yeah. there, there you go. You know, you have situations right now where uh, potential adoptive parents pay for the room and board and food and all the medical expenses, cleaning and their house. I've had a couple of those. Yeah. So, you know, all that that sort of thing. So, yeah, there there is a form of compensation, but I don't think you can outright buy a child. <laughs> you know. Let me get one. Let me get three fifty. That just doesn't seem right to
0: me. If it's twins, yeah. you get a discount though.
1: You know what I'm saying? Two for one.
0: It's BOGO. Well, it's not a BOGO. No, no, it's not a BOGO. You just it's get 25% off the entire purchase.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: But if they're missing a leg or something, then you got to give a discount. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Based on,
1: on weight and volume?
0: Well, that and, you know, workable, like, you know, like, like make sure it's pound. functioning correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the legs and arms work and stuff like that. Right. So. One year warranty? maybe more than one
1: year. Free returns? Well, no, no free returns. Is no. Amazon Prime going to... You broke it, you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get them through Amazon Prime? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Probably. Eventually, yeah. you're going to be Eventually. able to Eventually,
0: yeah. You know, it's funny. We, we spent a little bit of time talking about the abortion issue, but I know that during my campaign and during your campaign, it was an issue that we just did everything we could to stay away from.
1: Oh, I know. I know. Only
0: because, like, our answer just pissed everybody off yeah, it totally did it totally did like there's nobody that like not nobody but there were well, no, 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 people
1: that agreed with us every everyone who didn't hold a very firm position said oh yeah that makes sense you know uh, but you're not going to, um, you know, gain any favor with either either radical side of the argument on that one. Yeah, you're, you're just never going to win that.
0: You, even within like the Libertarian Party, and with like every time I've seen this issue come up for debate in a in a political environment, right, with a lot of people in there, you have these people that all of a sudden, like, like there's no passion in almost any other issue, and then when this issue comes, they have this passion. That I just don't. I mean, I don't get, right. And I don't understand. And like, I'm like, if you're that passionate about this issue, well, where are the other issues that involve life that you're not passionate about? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, is it only the babies in America that count? Like all the ones we've killed overseas? I do. Are you not passionate about those deaths? Right. Right. And that, you know, when you hear the left make that make that argument against people on the right that are pro life. It's one of those issues in which I go, "Yeah, how come that is? Right. How come you aren't like that? Like well, how come you don't believe that because they're so dismissive a lot of the pro-life people that are in the, the the neocon camp or whatever you want to call it. Right. When you hear them talk about like all the people that have been killed overseas, they just don't have that kind of passion, which lends to like right. it's are you only pro-life
1: nationalistically? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it it's true the other way. You know, uh, you've got a whole bunch of pro-choice people who are, you know, constantly uh, talking about anti-war and anti-death penalty and all that. And it's like, well, you know, neither side is, is really consistent. So it's, uh, again, it, it's never a logical argument for anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? And honesty, that's the one, that I think, if you want to know why both sides fucking hate libertarians, by the way. Right. It's that, it's that, re- <laughs> the abortion issue can give you a good reason as to why. Yeah. Because our answer isn't either one of theirs answers in reality. And they hate us for it. And because it's ideologically consistent. And it's the ideological consistency overall more than anything else, which is the reason that they hate libertarians.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. It's that, you know, I think, well, for the most part, libertarians approach everything from a rational and logical position. Well, from a freedom perspective. Well, yeah. I should be free to do that. Well, no, but and I think, yeah, that's a... When you take it to the furthest extreme, it, it's always based on logic and reason. Yeah. And there's a, there's a a sound fundamental reason for why we take the positions that we do. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, so. yeah. And if you think about it enough, you end up becoming an anarchist anyway. So
0: Yeah, that's where we're at now. Yeah. So. Which pretty, I never thought much. we were going to get
1: there, by the way. Yeah. And
0: you never thought we were going to get there. No. And yet we got there. Yeah,
1: we got there. Yeah. Those Go figure. James Cox, you bastard. Yeah. You know, well, fuck that dude. But, um, you know... <laughs> No, no, I'll show you my ID. <laughs> 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 that was
0: so funny. That was very funny. I, hold on. I shouldn't laugh at that because, you know, he was getting arrested at the time. Oh, no, he ended up not getting arrested, but he got handcuffed at the right, time. Yeah. And it does suck to, you know.
1: Rolled over like a bitch, though. That you did yeah. roll over like a bitch. Yeah, though. As someone who's had the cuffs slammed on me a few times in my life, uh, I can tell you that, yeah, I... I I, I know I man the fuck up when it's time to, you know, uh, go to jail. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, I remember
0: when they put the cuffs on that, me.
1: That dude is. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
0: well, the only other thing I will say this, though, what I don't do is lose my fucking mind at that point, though. Right. Like some people, when they get cuffed and stuff like that, they they go crazy
1: No. No, you
0: don't go crazy.
1: No, you just that—that's the time to just shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, Ma'am. shut the fuck up. Right, don't tell them nothing. <laughs> All right, now you put something else here before we get into the notes of the or going into the news articles. You did put. Well, up we got a, five minutes left in the show, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Seminal tribads.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you seen any of the seminal compact tribads? No. Okay. Well, you know. No, actually, I think I might have, but I don't. I don't
0: think that I was, uh, like watching it like intently. Well,
1: you, you know that the Seminole Tribe has, has just signed uh, this year signed a, a new compact um with the state of Florida. Yeah. uh for uh you know to continue the casinos and and basically the Seminole Tribe controls all gambling in Florida. Yeah. And now they have sports betting too. <gasps> um so uh you you got that going on but the, the the Seminole Tribe is running a whole bunch of ads and um the ads are, you know, very like how wonderful it is and how great it is and like there was was one ad in particular um, that was this uh, you know uh, stereotypical uh, white woman um, you know uh, Karen yeah, not quite a Karen but Karen's would associate with a Linda would, would, would relate a Linda yeah maybe more of a Linda Karen adjacent, and, and she's walking off her front porch of like her Florida ranch you know and she's walking on her property she's wearing blue jeans and like a, a blue denim shirt and she's talking about how how great it is that with the Seminole tribe we're we're keeping that money in Florida and she trusts the tribe you know and all this and I thought motherfucking engines that is such cultural appropriation (laughs) you know what i'm saying i mean these fuckers now they're they are so culturally appropriating the white man because they fucking tricked us to signing a treaty that takes all our money yeah i I gotta hand it to them you know fuckers turned it around on us but you know where is the outrage (laughs) where is the outrage here (laughs) as (laughs) you. as a white man i feel like uh you know i i, I feel uh i, I feel offended I'm, tr- I'm definitely triggered when's the last time you've been to that casino uh it's been a few years yeah, yeah. i haven't gone in a while yeah but uh and I, I of course Seminole tribe if you're listening i'm totally kidding i still want to be a member <laughs> please let me in i know i'm supposed to be one quarter seminal uh but you know hey my my paternal grandfather had uh, jet black hair and he was real outdoorsy. I'm pretty sure something was going on. That's there. enough. Yeah. I think that's enough. <laughs> so I really, really want to be a member of the Seminole Tribe. <laughs> <laughs> I will, you know, appropriate your culture in exchange for you appropriating mine. There
0: you go. Yeah. That's yeah. a good time. We
1: can be mutually appropriating. So, I, you know what? I, I mean, th- I can do, woo, 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 you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> I, the thing about it is this what?
0: I never. Isn't cultural appropriation, if you're doing it, not to make fun of it, a good thing at the end of the day? You would think, yeah. Isn't that... Like, if you have something that's in a culture that's not part of the mainstream American culture, or whatever you want to call it, right?
1: and it gets integrated into it, don't you feel happy that it made it through? You would think. Yeah, I don't understand that. It, It makes no sense. I mean, it was the... I always thought that the ideal was to not you know not wipe out any cultures but integrate them yeah you know let's let's all be able to celebrate all the cultures you
0: could call that a melting pot
1: yes exactly exactly that's the thing that was the term that was in the back of my head when you do make a
0: melting pot you bring the ingredients of those materials into the melting pot which means some of it's going to show right right yeah i never understood i never understood why people get mad at that like that just I think my opinion if you get mad at something like that 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 in and of itself is racist. Uh yeah, if I, you if you are trying to exclude somebody for doing
1: something because of
0: the color of their skin, yeah. that's racist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: guess so. So if you get mad at cultural appropriation, in all reality, you're the
1: racist. Well, you know, the the the, the century of uh, recreational outrage is uh, you know, I think is going to pass us by at some point here. God, I hope so. You know, God, it's and, pissing me off. And people are going to figure this out eventually. I mean, you can you can only have so much because now uh, essentially you have the the people who are outraged by everything uh, eventually they hit on something where there's a a, a paradox mm-hmm. uh, so they 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 have to be outright by two uh, mutually exclusive things yeah you know so uh, eventually that's going to happen to the point where you know all those peoples are, are either going to figure out that they're being morons or their heads are going to explode so yeah yeah you
0: know, it'll it'll work itself out all right let's get to this story now All right. So this is the first story is that this is in the Cassandra Trigger DFC. Cassandra Trigger available on Amazon, by the way. Yep. Um, And again, you know what? You want to look overall. I'm happy I live in Florida. We've been better than most of the other country when it comes to this COVID thing. However, their authoritarian psychopath ass likes to show itself every once in a while. And this story goes along with that. Yeah. Yeah. So license plate readers installed across Florida. Which we've talked about for years, by the way. Yeah, A tool used to help law enforcement to catch criminals has been installed all across the state of Florida. Many residents are unaware license readers are videotaping their cars and license plates. License plate readers are used, according to the FDLE website, to help locate wanted suspects who have committed serious and violent crimes and endangered children. And hold on. What do right. you wrap it up in? Children. You wrap it up in kids. You yeah. bunch of bastards. Yeah. Once, uh, one, one was and used, silver alerts, old people. Yeah. Yeah. One was used, according to the Pensacola Police report, to track the car of a murder suspect, Giles Jones, who police believe killed his roommate, Latoya uh, Latonia Baxter, earlier this month. And again, what do they do? They give you one incident of where it was used to catch a person, where everybody's going to go. Well, of course, they should catch that person.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, but of course, this will always expand further and further until basically they're cataloging your every movement. Um, they're
0: already cataloging your every movement. By well, the way.
1: that is true. Yeah, we've got other stories uh, related to that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it just it, just stop. You know, just stop doing this. Um, it's it's going to get to a point where there is no anonymity anymore. But uh, like I, I told you a few weeks back, I figured out a solution to this. You know, having a pickup truck, I just put the tailgate down. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and in the, the angle of the camera readers, they can't read my plate. That's a good point. And as way. far as I know, there's nothing legal about driving your car with your tailgate down. Because if you're behind me and you want to see my tag, you can still see it. But if you're, you know, 18 feet in the air pointed at a 30 degree down angle, you can't see it.
0: Yeah, but you know? the but the license plate readers that are on the cop
1: cars can see it. though. They still can see it. But then, you know, the, the, it, if the cop car license plate scanner can see it, so can the cop. Yeah, you, so, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but yeah, it's just another encroachment of our our um, Privacy isn't the right word. It's the anonymity and uh, There's there's kind of a difference between the two We used to have at least a certain degree of anonymity when in public, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. people could see that You know you were in public, but there was no connecting that to you as an individual now um, there are so many mechanisms by which that can be connected to you as an individual. And the um, the technology is already uh, available to automatically, you know, t- turn that into a database and catalog it and find out, you know, all your movements. Yeah. You know, and in a, a similar story uh, in today's uh, show notes, and i got to find it here. The second story, it's in the Cassandra Trigger DFC. Oh, is it? Oh. Oh, oh, you move stuff around on me. Yeah, uh, the uh, headline is... There- I told you I was going to do that, though. Uh, I, you know, what the hell? I got really high last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the headline is, there's a multi-billion dollar market for your phone's location data. And, folks, I've been preaching this to you like a broken record. Turn your GPS location off whenever you're not using it. And don't install every fucking app in the world. Uh, But this is uh, basically a story that there are – it's an estimated $12 billion market that is involved in just taking your uh, phone's GPS location data – and tracking it and tracing it to you. And again, they they strip out all your personal information. But then what they immediately do is run it through an algorithm and say, "Show me where this person is from." You know, uh, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. And they pretty much know who, exactly who you are. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a 12 billion dollar industry. Every uh, every one of those apps, game apps, and stupid little you know what's the weather app type thing that you download and say accept the privacy policy. The reason that they're free is because they're collecting the data and selling it to third parties. And those third parties are marketing companies and governments, for the most part. You know, and they want to know how to, the the marketing companies want to know how to sell to you better. And the government wants to know everything about you so that they can, you know, catch you doing anything wrong, you know. And and that's really what it boils down to. If you turn that off, if you just turn off your GPS, like when you're not using it, which is 99% of the time, unless you're one of those people who forgot how to drive and have to use the GPS to you know get to work every day, um, you know, turn it off if you're not using it. It's real simple to do on any phone. Little one, you know, one or two clicks, and you turn your GPS off. And then what happens is like, oh shit, I gotta I gotta figure out how to get there. You turn it on until you get there and then you turn it off again tips from adrian yeah it's just that simple All i don't install these freaking apps right, man let me, let
0: me ask you a question okay i'm, I'm gonna play a little I, I agree with you but i am gonna play a little devil's advocate here right is there any um good that would come out of having the thousand foot view of movement patterns Around the area when it comes To what you're going to do as far as future Construction goes oh sure of course there is within there Of course is there there a way for them to get that
1: Without doing this Mm, Probably not Probably not. I mean, they could go through their own internal processes to strip out all the extraneous data that would actually identify you. I mean, they already do. Look, wh- when they say personally identifiable information has been stripped out, they're just talking about your name and your cell phone number. But it doesn't matter because if they have the chart of your locations, they know exactly who you are. Yeah. You know, and it's so simple. They even have a automated AI systems designed to do this. So they, they essentially anonymize the data but then once it's done anonymizing they run it through another algorithm and it says oh this is this person this is this person this is this person that's how they got all the january 6 riders. yeah you know what they, they all basically Well, yeah i mean that's one way look, to look at it and here's another thing if you're going to commit a crime leave your cell phone at home <laughs> you have just not only have you not implicated yourself you have just given yourself an alibi no, i was home all night yeah check my phone records and it's it's amazing to me. It's absolutely astounding to me that for so many people, that notion of just going somewhere without their phone is is almost inconceivable. They they, they can't imagine being in that scenario. Yeah, I have a
0: hard time with it myself now. Yeah, I am at the point where I do have a hard time with it. Where I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, like if I'm just going to the store and back, and it's like on the weekend, then I don't care. Oh yeah. But if I'm if it's during the day. Like, during the week, i got to have it with me because well, I'm always answering the phone here's for my work it, it, and things like if
1: that. If I'm going somewhere during, uh, you know, my business hours where I know clients could be uh, reaching out to me, um, I, I definitely have my phone on me. But like on the weekends, uh, when I'm going out to murder hookers, I always leave my phone at home. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, so, so it's. Well, how do you take the pictures <laughs> of them after you murder them then? Do well, I bring a regular camera at that point. I, I normally keep a souvenir in the freezer. But, you know, <laughs> I watch way too many, you know, ID channel shows with, with the wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm always
0: afraid they're going to kill me because of that.
1: What do you mean? Because they oh, watch yeah. all the damn ID channels, Of course, man. yeah. Like, you know they're plotting to kill us. They, I think they're so. Totally, yeah, it's, they're trying to figure out how to get away with it. I um, should know now. Here, I know enough now from watching those damn shows, how to <laughs> kill Somebody, and well, get away with it. Here, here's the thing. If they ever start sho- showing shows on the the unsolved crimes that people got away with and why they got away with them, yeah, that then we're screwed. Yeah. You know, so. so now the other thing that you do need to make sure that you're watching for is ninja attacks they will fucking get you and it does not matter how y- who you are i mean i don't care if you're uh, you know uh, special forces ninja's going to kick your ass <laughs> i can't believe that you have <laughs> this is a real story this is in uh, in uh, uh, stripes.com which is uh, a stars and stripes uh, military uh, publication and not the onion not the this is not the onion this is not the bee uh, special ops troops hunkered down in california airport hangar after nighttime ninja attack <laughs> I mean, just let that headline settle for a second. A sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja attacked several special operations soldiers who were training at a California airport, reportedly forcing them to shelter in a hangar uh, and inflicting wounds that required stitches. The bizarre assault took place at uh, in Yokern Airport, an airfield in the Mojave Desert, about 100 miles north of Los Angeles, sometimes after 1 a.m. on September 18th, according to what appears to be a military incident report shared on Instagram and Reddit. <laughs> So this was actually the uh, 160th Special Operations, uh, 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, which I've got a a buddy in that actual unit. Um, But he's at, uh, uh, you know, well he was uh, at Fort Campbell. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, amazing. This guy comes up dressed as a ninja with a fucking katana, and uh, you know the 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 I think it was staff sergeant on duty says, "Hey man, what's up?" And he just starts you know, swinging the sword on him, got him in the leg, you know, um, and they had to retreat and hunker down. And the ninja was like throwing bricks through windows coming at him. And <laughs> it was a whole big deal. Did they so, catch the guy? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. That's how you know it's a real ninja. Yeah. Yeah. And he said to them. Oh, no.
0: he, he The ninja fled and was arrest, arrested elsewhere.
1: Oh, OK. OK. They didn't identify him. But uh, yeah, how are you not going
0: to identify the guy? By the way,
1: I mean, I kind of wanted to know that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I. Was he a real ninja? Yeah, you know, like you use ninja. I, well, here's the thing. This is a, a, a... I wish I was a ninja. This is an elite military unit. Oh yeah. I mean, I know how these guys. Yeah, their army. They're no, nothing. Oh really, fuck off, dude. You know. Um. Yeah, these guys are actually the ones that um, uh, transport in and out the special forces, like the Navy SEALs. Yeah. Like this is the unit that actually um uh flew the choppers that got the uh seal team six that killed bin yeah. laden in and out yeah they're special operation cab drivers is what they <laughs> <like. laughs> yeah but they're still relatively badass <laughs> uh so for them to get their uh essentially their asses kicked by a ninja <laughs> you know you got to give that guy props yeah you know but no one was seriously injured uh, the one guy uh, needed some stitches but he was okay but crazy ass shit man i i want to know what was this guy's motivation? I, I you know, I, I'm ready for for I, I want more on this. You know, yeah. who is this dude and what he was thinking? Now he asked, "Do you know who I am, and do you know where my family is?" That's weird. Now that's a weird question. Yeah. Now either this guy is like a you know schizophrenic and just completely out of his mind, or there's some nefarious shit going down, man. Mm. Maybe, maybe this guy is like a, a Liam Neeson type. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it could be could be maybe maybe the government's got his family holed up somewhere you I know will find you yeah and i will kill you he has a, a a very specific set of skills i hope he ha- i hope he has a uh like
0: an english accent that would be even better
1: and no no i want him to be japanese man oh do you yeah i see ninja man he's got to be japanese that's true yeah. That's true. well hold on, you could be a ninja and still have an english accent though <sighs> okay so he's he's uh born in japan raised raised in england, in england uh, Oxford educated, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he was actually going to, uh, you know, uh, like be a, uh, a, a a member of parliament. Yes. But then his family was kidnapped uh-huh. and it forced him into a life of ninja. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I like I it. I like it. I like what you got going on there. I think that you've really kind of laid this down. Very I think well. we have. Yeah. So I'm, that I pr- sounds like a movie. I'm pretty
1: sure that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Jackie Chan.
0: <laughs> yes. Jackie Chan. Should well, play mean, him. He's Chinese, but you know.
1: Well, he he can pull off Japanese. yeah. maybe. hey, speaking of uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, that was racist Asian yeah, Chinese Japanese. I mean, whatever, fuck you. you know, slanty eyes look at these. oh my gosh <laughs> speaking of uh, you know, uh, Asian uh, entertainment, uh, have you ha- you haven't seen the squid game? No, okay. Uh, it's this new Netflix show, apparently it's it's the number one show in America right now. Um, show how out to touch we are. Yeah. Well, no, I actually, uh, I, I watched a few we'll episodes. Show you how out to of touch it. I am. Um, it, it's, uh, but there's a, a big to-do about it because it's supposedly so gory and so disturbing and it's people are freaking out. It's the most dis- disturbing thing they've ever seen. So I said, all right, I'll watch a couple episodes of this see what all the, the fuss is about. I got to tell you, man, it's, uh, these people have apparently never seen like Kill Bill or something because <laughs> it wasn't all that bad at all. And it wasn't even a good show. But yeah, I know. I know. And uh, the fact that it's it's English dub, you know, Uh. right. Just just give me subtitles, you know, because when you dub it, you make the dialogue try to fit with their lips. And it always sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, I'd rather just have it. Just just give me the subtitles. I'll read it. Yeah. And and anyway, the the plot wasn't good. And Asians, man, I I don't understand. And maybe it is just a cultural thing how the way Asians react to things, (laughs) you know, it's just like. Every every word is their expression is such shock and, you know, it's just so over the top. But, yeah, anyway, it's a, if, if you haven't, uh, you know, watched The Squid Game, don't bother. It's just not, you know, worth it. It is it, it is even worth it for the uh, the gore scenes, you know. It's just all over the place. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, movie reviews or, or TV reviews with Adrian. Yes. I watch way too much TV these days. I don't watch hardly t- I, any TV. I need TV. a life, man.
0: I already watch any TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so.
1: I'll watch videos and stuff like that, but that's about it, though. Yeah. I don't even well, I, on it you don't. know, I quit watching YouTube. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've you know, because fuck You're you. You're forcing yourself to do fuck it. Fuck right? you, YouTube. Uh, you ban me, I yeah, ban you. you. Yeah, fuck uh, you. Yeah. You, you ban Ron Paul. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, we'll get to that one. We'll get to that well, one. Well, now, now I brought it up, dude, so you actually have all to right, get now. All right, now I have to get Yeah, to get to yeah it I, 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 I fucking perfect. You can't, like, stomp all over my fucking it's segment. It's not where like I was going, that. man. Well, it doesn't matter. You're going there now. Go ahead and tell the story because I know uh you as a, uh, a a paulian a a disciple of paul oh. yeah um you i'm sure you want to talk about this story
0: uh yeah so in in the same vein that you that it did that they did to you they just banned ron paul's channel yeah there was no incident he had no strikes, no, nothing he, like he that. he got the
1: exact same letter i got yeah it was literally the word for word the exact same letter i got Um, The only difference is Ron Paul has, uh, you know, uh, many, many, many thousands of people who are going (laughs) to stand up for him where I got like, you know, three. (laughs) Yeah, actually.
0: And two people actually called them and let them know, said thank you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But so, so so YouTube got rid of the Ron Paul channel and then they put it back up.
1: Right, right. Because uh. there was so much, you know, uh, blowback from it on on social media. Oh, they actually, were really hold on, hold on. no, no, no.
0: this is from Ron Paul, by the way. To clarify, the Ron Paul Liberty Report YouTube account is still available. The Ron Paul Institute YouTube account has been terminated. It's a seldom used account, and its termination is perplexing. So, I guess they got rid of both of. I guess they got rid of one of them, not the other. Yeah. Because he had different channels. Because he does the the Ron Paul Liberty Report one. Oh. Okay. Which I don't really watch that show. By the way, you know why I don't watch that show? Hmm. Because. I don't like the thought of Ron Paul always being like a cranky old man, and that when you watch that report, because of everything going on right now, right. he just always is a cranky old man.
1: Well, that's what I am.
0: Well, I know, but you know,
1: I don't like him to be. I mean, cranky that's old that's man. that's literally. Yeah, my, it's very
0: endearing for you. It's at not least as my in,
1: radio persona. It's not as endearing for him. Yeah, well, he tends to take it more seriously than I do. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But
0: um, okay, so the other thing I wanted to get to here is that you there was an article that was put in uh, well, it's in Mediate, but. So a shocking new poll. <laughs> Hold on here. And, you know, when you even when you read the poll, it's like majority of Trump voters now in favor of seceding from the union. When if you read the article, it's like everybody's in favor of seceding from the union. Right. So a shocking new poll from the center of politics at, for the Center for Politics at the University of Virginia reveals that over half of Trump voters surveyed and 41 percent of Biden voters are in favor of blue and or red states seceding from the union. Yeah, it's gotten that bad. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that the nation political divide has become so toxic that we should prepare for some sort of national divorce has largely been left to clever thought experiments best left for dinner parties and ironically detached columns. However, we've now arrived at the point where more than half of Trump voters somewhat agree that the time for secession
1: is nigh. Well, and at 41 percent of Biden voters agree, you know, we're. We're coming very close to a majority of Americans uh, want to split this country into separate countries. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, uh, whether it's regionally or whether it's, uh, you know, by, uh, you know, uh, political um, will, I guess you want to say it. But and I think that's great. You know, uh, let's break the government into uh, I want to actually break up this country into individual parcels like. You know, uh, like by address. <laughs> you know, <laughs> each piece of property is its own sovereign nation. That would work for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the 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 frightening part of this is that um, more than two thirds, and one third strongly support emboldening and empowering strong leaders and taking the law into their own hands when it comes with dealing with people or groups they view as dangerous oh my god right oh my god <laughs> right so essentially That's they're saying
0: goddamn authoritarian psychopath
1: yeah yeah you know they're bitching about the the you know oh the other side it's always their side doesn't have enough power and, and the other side has too much power um but people never realize it's the power is the problem yes so these people that want to split off into separate countries of red states and blue states don't realize that you know, you're, you're just literally given – you're going to turn it into a dictatorship. And I tell you what, man, the period of uh, – globally, of people moving to more free, more democratic societies, which was going on for pretty much the entire um, uh, 20th century, you know, is done. We have – we hit the apex of that, and we are on the downslide because more and more – we're moving to uh, more dictatorial, more totalitarian rule. I mean, uh, look at Russia. Uh, you know, uh, Russia under Putin is turning more and more into a dictatorship. China under Xi is turning more and more into a dictatorship. Um, the United States under no matter who's uh, the president is, the presidency is turning into more and more of a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the things that the last, you know, uh, five presidents And more and more so uh, every day have just been able to do by decree in areas where they have virtually no power to do. I mean, Biden just uh, started telling Americans that, uh, you know, they have to uh, undergo a medical procedure. Otherwise, their employer is going to be fined. Yeah. You know, I I mean, that's just so outside of the purview. So, yeah, it's it it makes a lot of sense that this is the direction that things are going. All right. There's there's a a point I want to make out of
0: this, though is that both sides here are ultimately upset and want to secede because the federal government itself has too much power right. over their lives. Right. But here's the thing that I just, I wish that they would understand, that both sides would understand, is that if you relegated the federal government to only the things that would fit within Article One, Section 8, within the Constitution, again, I know it's a dead document, but entertain me here for a second okay if they would just simply close all the other shit down except for the stuff that's in article one section eight and only let the federal government deal with that nobody
1: would be wanting to secede because there'd be nothing for them to secede from i don't know about that i think there's i, I think you're wrong on that I, I think you're completely wrong um well i think they're wrong I, I understand the point you're making i think half of the american people don't want freedom anymore well that's they they don't they want someone who they want their guy to to they want someone who they perceive as sharing their values to have on omnipotent power and that's really what they want so um you know basically they want their own demigod uh to rule over them Yeah, as long as it's you know they have uh, they perceive them to share their ideals, and that's what it really boils down to, and that's a that's a frightening thing. Yeah, but um, you know I do hope that uh, you know both sides uh, get their way, and this country does split into you know uh, uh, left state, right state, red state, blue state, whatever you know this uh, it's going to split into. And I hope they fight a war with each other because I will just make popcorn and wait for the dust to settle. And, uh, you know, uh, just enjoy the show. Hopefully you don't get conscripted. Uh, yeah, that won't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I can That's assure you. That's not going to happen. Will not happen. Yeah. But,
0: you know, when you, but when you read this, though, when you hear about this, you're like, why don't you? I wish that they would get to the point where they would understand that the power is the problem. Yeah, and I, don't, I know you're. I know they're not gonna. I know they're not gonna. I just wish that they would get to that because it always seems to me, it's like with the gay marriage debate. Right, it's another one of those debates where, and again,
1: our position on it. Who cares? Everybody hates. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Abolish marriage licenses. Yeah. 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 Like it's get that the government simple. completely out of it and let people make any arrangements they want yeah. to.
0: And if you're a church that doesn't want to marry gay people,
1: don't. Don't. If you're and a if church the, that does,
0: do. And if you're a church that doesn't want to marry straight people, don't. Right. Yeah what's the problem right like there's no get out get the coercion and the force out of these things and everybody can just live whatever life they want to live
1: right right
0: but it's 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 the most frustrating part because i remember when i first started running for office and i think that you even had this idea when you were got involved politically at the time that you really did think that the majority of the american people were actually with you
1: No, I never thought that. Oh, you didn't? No, no, no. I I, thought that there was enough of a majority with me that I could do something. I thought maybe a third were close enough. Okay, well, that's still... But I've always thought that there were only, you know, maybe 5% of the the population that actually agrees with me, or is even close. I I doubt there's 1% of the population that that truly agrees with me, you you know, as extreme as I am now. Uh, But no, I never thought the majority of the American people You know, I don't even
0: think that you're extreme other than that you've just come to the realization
1: yeah I mean but that in itself is an extreme in most people's mind well yeah, you know the, the, so. the fact that I believe that we would all be better go- off if government did not exist you know and I, I here's the thing I'm not so naive that I believe it would be a utopia oh it won't be there would be parts of it that really sucked but I just think in in, in general terms it, there would the the risks or the benefits would outweigh the risk you know so
0: well look here's the thing is that if you look at this perspective of
1: you just want to get rid of the force and the coercion
0: of everything, then...
1: It can't exist. That's that's contrary to human nature. It, I guess. Power always results... When, when it, one individual has power over other individuals, it always results in force and coercion. It's, it's as simple as that. And when you have a system that uh, you know, inherently grants power of one individual or one group over another. Um, then it's it's always going not always. Some people are benevolent enough and and uh, you know have have enough core morals and ethics not to abuse that power. Uh, but in most cases, it's going to result in, extreme abuses and a continued growth of that power and then that's what we're seeing right now like all over the world it's not just here well you know what what nation in the world right now is moving towards more freedom except maybe iceland yeah <laughs> you know well, and if you go to the national capitals of other
0: nations right now which one looks the most like a fucking police state
1: oh ours it's ours oh yeah
0: like make no mistake about it that the the, the I don't want to say unintended consequence of it because that's not really the right word for it, but the, the physical manifestation of how bad of a job that our government is doing right now, if you go to D.C., yeah. you'll see it because there are fences and guard posts up. This ain't just, and this this didn't start January
1: 6th. No. This has been going on for years up there. It's, it's starting to look more like, uh, you know, uh, it looks Berlin, like a police state. It looks like Berlin in the 1950s. I don't think that they had that many fences up. <laughs> well, they had this one really big wall. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a big deal. Over oh, okay, there. I get you there. Yeah. You know, I hear what you're saying there. Yeah, uh, you know, I actually got a chunk of the Berlin Wall. Where'd you get it at? Uh, a uh, museum uh, actually closed up shop, and I got it at an auction as uh, they were closing up. It's really cool. It's a big chunk of the. Did you break it off and Berlin like snort wall. some? Uh, no I, I, I there was absolutely no reason to do that oh, is and that that, made sounds, a code? that sounds crazy no it's oh. it, it's not no oh. but uh it's it's really cool because that's why we had the drug war It's still got the graffiti on it on yeah. the front and everything yeah so pretty that's, awesome uh the graffiti was on the fucking, uh on the on the west side on the west side yeah. not the east no side. actually it was on the east side because East Berlin was the free zone it was West Germany but it was East Berlin
0: uh
1: I think yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah 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 because yeah, they had to do the air flights to get people in there at right the point, yeah
1: because you couldn't just drive there or maybe it was what I, I forget. Yeah, but actually, the Berlin—no, oh, no, no, Berlin itself is was in inside East Germany. East Germany, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so, what it was. Right, that's why they had to do the uh, yeah, the, the giant airlift. What the hell was that called? The Berlin airlift? No, there's a specific name for it. I can't recall now, but Let me anyway. mean there was a specific name for it. There was, yeah. Uh, anyway, go, take us to the next story, and I'll uh, I'll tell you what.
0: That oh was. no, no, no! I'm gonna um I'm gonna we're gonna talk about something else now.
1: Okay, go ahead. So tonight, Adrian is going to be preparing
0: uh to get his ass whooped at poker night tonight
1: uh yeah that's that's not gonna happen that
0: is totally a thing that's gonna happen i guess it was just called the berlin airlift
1: yeah yeah anyway
0: well it might have been an, oper- it might have been an
1: operation yeah there was an I'm operation whooped. name that i i can't remember but yeah anyway
0: uh yeah so poker yeah so we're gonna play at uh we're gonna play at my house tonight. right right um and the game is going to be Hold'em. So right. nice. it's going to be good. Probably seven or eight players. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And Adrian, in an, in an effort to be a complete dick. No. Yes. No. Hold on. Hold on. And you know what? If people could call in right now, I know I would get more people to agree with me here. I, I doubt it. Because here's the thing. I want to be prepared to make sure that the game goes off without a hitch. So I would want the table earlier, like earlier today. Matter of fact, I would have liked it yesterday, but earlier today would have been nice. Adrian, on the other hand, refused to actually bring me the table earlier and won't bring it
1: until 630 tonight. All right. First of all, uh, let me explain the table. The table is an eight foot long by four foot wide um folding table yeah okay um and it essentially it it folds up really it takes two minutes tops to set up basically you unfold it you flip out the legs you you lock them down and you you, you're done yeah it's together okay so you wanted me to bring it this morning to the studio now you drive a tiny little clown car that table is not going to fit in your clown car so you wanted me to drive to your house, which is another, I don't know, 10 miles up the road. 10 minutes up the road. 10 miles up the road. Definitely not uh, 10 miles. It's though. 10 miles. It's def- you want to bet on that one? Uh, it's eight. It ain't um, eight. I, I don't know. I don't have GPS. <laughs> so, But uh, hey, there you go. Look it up on your phone while the government all and everybody's tracking you. But it wouldn't fit in his little clown car. So I would have had to drive it up to his house, then go back home, and then later in the evening come back and do it again. Um, so I said, hey, I'm just gonna bring the table. I'll come a- I- and I even made a concession. I will come a half hour early, a half hour to set up the. T- it takes two minutes. I've already I've already played two poker games on this. I've, I've set this thing up, taken it out of my closet, opened it up, set it up, and, and boom, I was done. and it, it probably it takes 30 seconds. I'm I'm probably exaggerating when I say two minutes. So there is absolutely no reason in the world for you to set up this table many hours in advance to leave it sitting there it's like what are you gonna do put like a you know a a charcuterie board on the table do you need to put doilies on it it's a fucking poker table it's already got the felt you open it up you pop it open you sit down you play I mean why is it in your weird OCD world that you would have to have that table set up hours in advance just to be prepared prepared for what prepared for the game everything's all set up then (laughs) Okay so what is the difference Between setting up a half hour beforehand Or setting up six hours What if you're late Am I ever late You're always late Not anymore Not anymore I've I've changed my tune I am always right on the dot What if Hold on What if
0: The same ninja That was in freaking California Right Got out of jail (laughs) Found out about the poker game tonight That would scare me And then drove over here And
1: attacked you on the way there (sighs) <sighs> then we couldn't even play the poker game. That is true. That is true. And, and it, the the probability of that happening is is probably pretty high. So oh, by the
0: way, <laughs> so the distance from the the show from here to the house, right? Four point two
1: miles. All right, so, like I said, close to ten miles.
0: No, it ain't even fucking close to ten miles. But you are using government math right now, like you've never seen it.
1: Okay, well, folks, that's
0: fake news, by the way. <laughs>
1: fake news, fake news. Well, folks, there's so much more that uh, we want to get to in the second hour. Come on. Will you quit acting surprised every surprised time every it's the end of the time. fucking show? I'm surprised. Oh, now oh you, look god. at that. Now
0: you knock down the stuff. Oh uh, well,
1: Jesus whatever. Christ. It's a highlighter. It'll. Oh live. my god. All right, uh, but if you'd like, y- to you're hear not more, even ready with, this shut with the <laughs> shut up. Shut <laughs> up. If you'd like to hear the second hour of the show, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a patron, help us out. You get a whole bunch of free swag and a whole bunch more content. And we will see you on the other side.